Welcome back to Lesser Known Works, where we chat about buried public domain classics from our favorite authors, such as Ellen Montgomery, Louisa May Alcott, Oscar Wilde, oh, and so much more. Season three is much of the same as the previous two seasons. Well, here's what to expect this season. The Lesser Known Works newsletter readers graciously voted on our theme or genre for this season. We had several choices. We could study Elizabeth Gaskell, George MacDonald, Charles Dickens, Mary Shelley and Company, but in the end, fairy tales won out. I think a perfect pairing to the cozy autumn afternoon. So this season, we'll be taking a deeper dive into some fairy tales from around the world and different literary eras. I'm really excited to share these with you. Today will be a quick one. On my hunt to find some solid fairy tales to narrate, I found some real treasures that I thought I'd share with you today. It would be heartbreaking to let these gems pass by under the radar. Alright, the first story that I'm going to share with you is a Japanese fairy tale. It's called The Moon Maiden. Taki Tori finds a jewel buried in the bamboo one summer morning. He is visited by a lovely fairy. (laughs) This little story made me chuckle, gasp, and really think. It's a quick fairy tale about the moonlight, a forbidden love, and the wealth of hard work. I noticed that several of um, Japanese fairy tales had a sad but satisfying ending. I mean, I haven't read much Japanese literature, but I'm intrigued. The next fairy tale that I'm going to share with you today is an Irish tale. Lots of beautiful, romantic fairy tales come out of Ireland. Um, This one is called The Giant's Cliff. In typical Irish storytelling, it begins with beautiful scenery, but a sorrowful start. A missing boy sets the story in motion. A blacksmith with the gift of dreams is our hero, and of course there's a giant. I don't want to say too much about it for fear of spoiling a delightful and satisfying story. I mean, these are all kind of so short that there's so much, only so much that I can share with you. Trust me, you'll like this one. The last short story I'm going to share with you today is a Danish fairy tale written by Hans Christian Andersen, who's quite famous and well-known. This one, this story that he wrote, I hadn't read before, and it is called The Red Shoes. Perhaps not a wholesome story, but definitely fits the bill of autumn spookiness. Let me introduce to you The Red Shoes by Hans Christian Andersen, a Danish fairy tale. The story stars Karen, a poor young girl whose mother passes away at the start of the story. At the funeral, a rich older woman takes pity on young Karen and adopts her. Sounds like a beautiful story already. Um, But Karen grows spoiled in vain. She wishes to have her old red shoes once again, so her adopted mother buys her a pair fit for a princess. Remember, Karen struggles with vanity, which is, I think, the moral of this whole story. So, Karen is obsessed with these shoes and wears them to church, which is highly inappropriate for the time period, I guess. Uh, Only black shoes are fit for church. Karen doesn't pay any mind, and upon entering the church, she is met with a mysterious stranger who comments on her shoes, declaring that they never come off when you dance. Hint, hint. Karen's vanity and obsession with the shoes will get her into trouble. Ultimately, the story ends violently and a bit creepy, though Anderson does wrap the fairy tale up rather sweetly and quickly with a tone of repentance. 
It's a quick read, one that I imagine would make an interesting retelling if anyone's interested in writing it. So that's just a quick introduction to a few stories I found interesting and fun and deeply thought-provoking. As always, the stories we share are part of the public domain, which means free to read. I've linked to each story in the notes so you can read at your leisure. Thank you so much for being here. I hope you're having a great week so far. I'm so excited to share our next audiobook with you, The Three Women's, next week. Until next time, with love and gratitude, J.H. Thank you.